Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, and we're all familiar with the big names in horror, Freddy, Jason, Deacon Frost, but who we're not familiar with are the ones just outside the terror, the ones who didn't get to tell their tales. I don't know if I've mentioned it on the show before, but when you listen to this, you are listening to the Allen Park High School prom king of the year that I graduated. And I know you're sitting there, you're thinking, Adam, that must have given you access to all the cool parties in your school and all the all the all the big celebrities of your high school, the football players, the jocks, the nerds, the math geeks, the auto shop kids. Everybody wanted to probably hang out with you. You're wrong. Doesn't get you shit. But I always wanted to go to those cool things. I always wanted to go to a cool party. You know, I've never been to a to a rave or to a party out in a field, you know, and they sound great. Not only because of the party atmosphere and seeing all your friends and, you know, just having a good time, but also what goes into it. I never really appreciated those things until this week. I got to travel to a random warehouse and talk to a guy who makes those party dreams come true. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, coming to you this week from, well, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you where I'm where I'm broadcasting from. It's a secret location. It's a secret location, but, you know, I, uh, I'll, I'll be able to t- let you know as soon as uh, the guests arrive, I guess. Well, speaking of guests, that's my guest this week. I'm talking to Terry Bateman. And Terry, secret location because this place, they have raves. Is that... That's is that am I giving away too much by saying that? Well, you know what? The kids, they like to have the raves here. They like to throw parties. Uh, It's also a meatpacking plant. Uh, Some of this stuff hanging. You can see some of the meat right there. There's a cow. There's a there's a pig. Um, Oh, we got some lamb there. And that one right there kind of looks like a human. But we'll we'll uh, turn 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 a blind eye. Right. (laughs) Well, Terry, you, I, you're an installer for, for these raves. You were explaining to me earlier, you install sprinkler systems in these warehouses. Not uh, just, not oh. just warehouses. I do lawn care. I, uh, I do a lot of schools. Uh, I did the prison up North and, uh, yeah, every sprinkler system in this, uh, in this city, I've taken care of it. Bateman pipes. That's what they call my company. And, uh, my three sons helped me out. We've done, uh, we did this mm-hmm. whole warehouse right here. Um, and I'll tell you, we also run a good amount of the property, but, uh, the sprinkler systems, if you look up right there, uh, you can see mm-hmm. all of our soldering, everything, all these pipes oh, are yeah. good. They're good for water. They're good for, uh, a lot of, uh, uh, plumbing systems, but, uh, you know, and blood mostly goes through these things. I, I do find a lot of my customers, they do, uh, they do these parties and they, they like to shoot blood out of here. Well, this feels like a very don't ask, don't tell kind of business. What got you into not only sprinkler systems and piping, but specifically sprinklers and piping for raves? Well, are you kidding me? These kids, they throw these parties everywhere, all over the city. I I mean, I don't know Mm -hmm. what they are. You could say they're uh, some sort of gang. You could say, uh, I kind of look at them as like a burning man situation, you know, a burning man. They don't hurt anybody. They just uh, set up shop in the middle of the desert, burn some stuff and dance around for a bit. Who knows what else they do? I'm not going to ask any questions because they pay cash. They all pay cash, which is really good. But with these kids, I mean, 
I've, I'm going to be honest. I showed up at one of the parties because I wanted to just see what this was all about. And they said, you know mm-hmm. what? We got a clog in the system. We're trying to pump out a good amount of vats of uh, whatever it is they got going. I think it's pig's blood. I'm not going to lie. I think it's pig's blood. But they were trying to pump this stuff out in the middle of the party because, uh, you know, apparently the DJ has it all set up where he cues it up where uh, uh, at the climax of the song Desert Storm. It all comes out and it all start pouring on them as soon as uh, as soon as that like drop the the beat drops that's what they say but as soon as that drops that's where all the blood comes comes out spraying all over them um, I uh, luckily uh, wasn't uh, I didn't get hit too hard because I was taking a taking a taking a deuce at the time when it happened but uh, yeah no they uh, <laughs> they they have fun all these kids really do have fun. You seem so um, well versed in the language and knowledge of the of the rave scene, and forgive my own ignorance because I I meet you, Terry, and I assume you're just some kind of blue collar Midwest worker who maybe wouldn't know about this stuff. But you seem so well versed in this. Are you big into the rave scene yourself? Well, it's not so much I'm big into the rave scene. Um, I'm I'm actually. I'd, uh, here's here's one thing. Here's one thing you need to know. Okay. All your customers, learn from them, okay? Learn from them, talk to them, really get into their heads because there's nothing better than understanding who you're working for. And I just, sure. I happen to ask some, some questions. I, uh, you know, I, I decided to, to, like I said, I went to one of their parties. I wanted to see what it was all about. And it turns out that, uh, a lot of them have, uh, fangs and they, um, are, uh, what they consider to be, uh, uh, night people, which, you know, they, mm-hmm. uh, they're vampires. That's what, that's what they sure. are. They're vampires, yeah, yeah. but, um, I don't discriminate. I mean, I know a lot of people who, who, uh, who are part of that vampire goth lifestyle. Hell, one of my kids, he's into it. He listens to Rob Zombie. He, you know, he paints his nails. He's, he's wearing black lipstick. And am I going to say anything? Sure. No, I told him, Hey, if you want to go to one of these parties, I'll take you. Okay, there's nothing better than one being one of those parents who says, if you're gonna if you're gonna do this stuff, I want you to do it around me. So that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. And all these kids, all they need is that's what they need. They just need people to to really understand them and know where they're coming from. So that's what I do. And for me, I luck out because I end up giving them an invoice at the end of the night. You know, you're, you're describing uh, a style of parenting that, you know, you're trying to relate to your kids and how do you find that works, Terry? Is that, is that beneficial? Because I feel like, you know, there could be such a distance between you and your son, but you really seem to try, you seem to be trying to bridge that gap. How is that going? Well, it it really is some sort of, uh, (laughs) it takes a lot of work. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. It's not easy. It takes a it takes a ton of work, and like I said, you just have to sit down, talk. But uh, as long as you stay together as a community and focus, and you talk to each other, I mean, you do get there are bumps along the road. There are a lot of sure. bumps along the road. Uh, you get people who don't understand you. You get people who will show up to any sort of gathering and start to. Uh, stab people in the the chest with uh 
with 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 beams and and bullets with garlic and uh it's it's really uh i'm talking about this guy blade listen okay so this guy this guy keeps showing up okay to tons of my properties and uh-huh. and actually brutally brutally destroy turning my clients into ashes okay mm-hmm. I'm lo- I'm losing. I'm losing on checks here monthly because this guy just keeps coming in. And I don't know where he gets all of his martial arts training. He's kicking butt all over the place. How anyway. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, my son was telling me about this guy, about how, he, about how he's, you know, he's just ruining their scene. And uh I'm uh I'm a little peeved by it. But uh if anything, like I said, I'm learning from it. I'm not going to be that guy who shows up trying to kill yeah. everybody, I'm going to be the the dad who's there with his son, with his shirt off, getting sprayed in blood, listening to uh, techno or whatever it is that they do. Um, I, you know what, I did, I did some cocaine with uh, with one of the head vampires, and was it was it cool? It was good. It was nice. I enjoyed it. I don't know if it was actual cocaine. Might have been ashes of a of a human skull, but either way, it was cool. How did you feel afterwards? Because I've never done cocaine. I, I you know, I've certainly done my fair share of, of marijuana, but uh, never cocaine. How did you feel after that? That must have been pretty exhilarating. I uh, I was. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I I passed out for a few days. I passed out. It was a uh, it was a few days of me lying in a bed. I woke up. I was tied uh, by belts to each end of the bed to the poles, and uh, I was screaming for help. My skin has turned a little gray. It's a it's a, it's got. I got. T- I had. I, I have two two holes on my uh, on my neck here that won't go away, and uh, I'm constantly craving uh, just flesh. But uh, other than that. Everything's pretty good. It's normal day to day for me, but I, uh, I do, I do feed off uh, the bodies of, of uh, you could say, only humans. But whatever. Terry, I'm no medical doctor, but have you given any thought to the fact that maybe you yourself have become a vampire in all of this? Because have I given a thought? Like- uh, yeah, I've given a thought to it. Of course I have. What kind of question is that? Yes, I've given a thought, but really, like I said, I don't want to make things weird. Do I want to show my son that the second that things change in your life, you got to freak out? No, you adapt. You 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 go on. That's what we have to do as people. We go on with everything that's thrown at us. Am I going to stop doing my business? Because why? Because uh, I can't go out when it's sunny outside or... Um, I can't go to the market when they have garlic on sale or a blade might kick me in the goddamn jaw and ruin my entire uh, situation. No, I can't think like that. I just got to go my day to day. Yeah. I don't think violence is always the answer, you know, so I I can understand the, uh, the, the hesitancy about the blade thing. So I, I get that. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I've I've tried to I've tried to talk to Blade. I've tried to talk to him. There's been a couple yeah. of times. Yeah, I've tried to talk to him, but he just won't listen. He's a very quiet man. He's very quiet. Uh I've yeah. I've asked him uh very respectfully 
I've said, hey, uh, if you want, come by the shop. Okay, we'll play some poker. Uh, do you like hookers? I've asked him. He's not into it. Um, and I've I've just kind of you know I, well, do I mean, to don't, do. Don't give up. Don't give up on the hooker thing. I think you know that that's something that you. That's I the vampire like hey, friend group. Hey, that's, that's something you have to have like a couple times to ask about that. That's first. the vampire in me, though. You know, the va- vampires love hookers. I'm telling you, there, there's yeah, a thing. That's once, true. Yeah. Once you do the change, vampires start to like hookers. Vampires like, uh, for some reason, vampires like watching Columbo, and uh, and then vampires just, I mean, they love roller skating. But whatever. Your son. You know, he hasn't made the change. Has he made the change? I, I don't think he has. It, 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 has he made the change? If, and forgive me if he has. He's not old enough yet, okay, for all that responsibility. Because it really is, like I said, it's a lot of work. But he does come with me. He wants to turn. He wants to turn. But one day, I told him, I'm not sucking on his neck until he knows the, the real meaning of being a vampire. And then once well, that day, say, once that day comes, I'll be sucking on that boy's neck. Well, I was just going to say, you seem like such a dedicated father. I mean, how you're describing being a vampire seems great, Terry. It really does. But I also would imagine it could be a long, lonely life. Is have you weighed, you know, the options for your son in that regard? That it might not be all, you know, sunshine and rainbows that you won't be able to see. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, he did witness me uh, tearing his mother apart to shreds, so that could have given him some sort of trauma. Um, uh, sure. Yeah, but uh, he he forgave me. He forgave me after uh, we we uh, we went to go see Avatar two, and uh, you know we had a good uh, afternoon of uh, we talked through the whole movie because. You know, uh, nothing really happens in that movie. So we uh, we had a good convo. It was good. And um, he uh, he said, you know what, Dad? Um, I get it. You're you're a you're a you're a, a vampy. That's what he calls me. He says a vampy daddy. Mm-hmm. You're a vampy daddy. And uh, you need to sucky sucky. And um, that's <laughs> that's how that's how cool my kid is. But you know what? Like I said. It's uh, it's all about showing him that through life we gotta adapt, and uh, that's what that's what my people are trying to do, and that's yeah. why I've cut all my prices in half for installing sprinkler systems all over the place, especially in the suburbs. I'll come, I'll drive out uh, forty five minutes outside of the city to install a nice blood sprinkling system for you. Well, Terry, I got to tell you, it's so nice to get to talk to yet another person who just is passionate about what they do. And really at the end of the day, it it's, it's a feather in the hat of the, of the blue collar people, because it really is just about family. And I don't know that there's been a better example of it on the show. Well, that means a lot, Adam. And Hey, listen, my, my offer still stands. If you want to come over I'll cook you a nice meal um, and uh, give you a nice little sucky sucky. Well, you know what, Terry, I'm I'm probably going to take you up on that. I, it's a new year and I'm trying new things, so so why not? All right. Oh, I gotta go. Uh, yeah, I gotta go. There's blades. Blades uh, just pulled up. Oh, so fuck. I've got to. Right. Uh, Terry have Bateman, a everybody. Fight. I'm going to get out of here before Blade starts kicking people in the jaw. Uh, uh, thanks for listening. Take care. 
Thank you for listening to My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock. The show is produced by myself, Nate DeFort, and Ryan Counts House, with editing done by Nate DeFort. Our original music was composed by Jesse Case, with additional music by Dane Halverson. Our artwork was done by James Mulholland. And as always, we want to give a very special thank you to our old pal, Mark Nashon. I want to thank Rodrigo Stahl for coming by and playing Terry Bateman. If you want to know more about what Rod is up to, you can catch him on Ginny and Georgia, Kim's Convenience, and on CBS's Ghosts. And look out for his new comedy album, Fog and Lasers, coming out this year. If you like the show and you want to support us, go to www.patreon.com slash dead, where you can find new weekly bonus content only available to our Patreon patrons. If you have yet to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, please take a second to do so now. It helps us grow and it helps new neighbors find the show. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at My Neighbors Are Dead and on Twitter at My Dead Neighbors. Stop by, give us a follow, and share your favorite episodes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.